Are you an investigative professional? Did you know you can find the best private investigator resources using investigatorstoolbox.com? This resource community was built exclusively for licensed investigators and investigative professionals. You can network directly with members, educate yourself through free webinars and blogs, and even create your own customizable research library. Membership starts for as little as 49 cents a day. Download the Investigators Toolbox app or visit our webpage at www.investigators-toolbox.com. Are you an investigative professional with an international problem you can't solve? Conflict International has the knowledge and relationships to jump in for you. We compensate investigators for referring cases to our office. Contact us today for details. Conflict International uses insight, intelligence, investigation, risk management, and strategic solutions to solve problems troubling individuals and companies of all kinds anywhere around the world. Whether you're planning to hire a person to a position of trust, carry out due diligence on a company, trace hidden assets, or require skilled boots on the ground, Conflict International investigators can seamlessly pursue a case across borders, offering a truly global solution. Find out about our extensive range of services at conflictinternational.com. Conflict International. Global reach. International knowledge. Check out the PI Institute of Education at piinstitute.com. Since 1989, Kelly Riddle has been teaching on subjects such as surveillance, nursing home investigations, insurance fraud, domestic investigations, hidden assets, and accident scene investigations. The PI Institute of Education is a featured learning partner in the investigatorstoolbox.com. So check out the free content on the site, then visit the Institute for more great savings on additional classes. Welcome to PI Perspectives. On July 4th, our country once again faced the horrors of an active shooter situation, but in Chicago, Illinois. Matt reached out to Mike Julian, the founder of the Alive program that teaches people how to survive these situations. Mike is actually doing instructor training on July 21st and the 22nd. The course is live in Maryland or via Zoom if you have a desire to become an instructor or teach people as a paid consultant, you should consider registering. The information is in the show notes. So please welcome Mike Julian and your host, private investigator, Matt Spare. And welcome everybody to this week's episode of PI Perspectives. This is Matt Spare, your host. I brought back a, a guest that had been on earlier this year, but uh, I thought it'd be really uh, important actually to get him back on. Uh, so I want to welcome Mike Julian back to the program. Mike, how are you? Great, Matt. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, we had spoke to you, uh, I guess, early, early in the year, around February, and we had talked about uh, your live program, the the active shooter, and um, nobody lives under a rock here. Everybody knows what happened in Chicago um, this past week. So I figured it'd, it'd be good to come on and talk about this. And and the reason I wanted to have you on also is because you are offering some training uh, on this in the next uh, couple of weeks or. 10 days or so. And uh, we just want to get the word out for those who may be interested. So um, what have you been doing since February? <laughs> what have you been up to? Well, uh, it has been busy. Um, unfortunately, these these active killer events just continue to happen. You know, we had the market in Buffalo, which was um, ideologically uh, rooted. Uh, it was actually an, an issue, a, a, 
racist. It was racism that, that caused this guy to do what he did. Right. Um, and then we had the uh, elementary school in Uvalde, Texas, which was a horrible, horrible event um, where we have found out that it could have been prevented. There was a bunch of mistakes that happened from the second that, um, that the sheriff's department got the call from the uh, killer's grandmother stating what he intended to do them not closing the school. And, you know, 30 minutes later, he showed up uh, to the response with the officers not going in. In fact, they actually held back people that were trying to go in. And we know since Columbine uh, that it is absolutely essential for people to go in and engage the shooter immediately. Um, their goal is to kill as many people possible in a short amount of time as possible. Yeah. And they know time is short. So that's what they're trying to do. We know that once the, um, the killer realizes that law enforcement is present, they're going to do one of three things. They're going to try and flee. They're going to shoot it out with the cops or more often than not, they're going to take their own lives. Right. Either way, whichever decision they make, they're now not focused on trying to kill innocent people. Right. And so the minute, in, or excuse me, the, was it an hour and 14 minutes, I think, wasn't it that went by? No, it wasn't that long. Yeah, it was it was like way too long uh, for the cops to go in. I believe it was an hour and 14 minutes. Right. And uh, those kids absolutely could have uh, survived. You know, they, they could have gone in. The door wasn't even locked. They could have rushed in, gone through the door, taken the guy out like they did. But they could have done it much sooner. So it was a really, really sad situation. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Like I, 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 I this happened on Fourth of July, the um, the most recent one in Chicago, and I was on my way to a wedding of all places, and I stopped in to get a cup of coffee, and the guy's like, "Oh, did you hear what happened?" I'm like, "No, what happened?" He's like, "Oh, some guy did Chicago in a parade started shooting at people," and I'm so desensitized from everything that's going on. I was just like, yeah. "Well, that's awful." Um, yeah, I'll take a cold beer. <laughs> you yeah. know, like it's it's so it's so crazy because it just seems to be happening so frequently all the time, and, and we got to be prepared for this stuff and not only do we have to be prepared as professionals in our industry and what we do, we have the ability to help. We have the ability to learn and train ourselves how to train people how to stay alive. Right. Yeah. So, um, and, and I know you do this stuff and, and it just every time this, these shootings happen, I'm just like, I, I gotta, gotta get Mike out there more just, just to really pump up our industry to, to do our, you know, what we need to do on our end. And it's just so crazy. It's happening, man. It is crazy. And, and honestly, so many of these incidences, we may, maybe we wouldn't have stopped them from happen from beginning, but we could have with training changed the outcome so dramatically um, from obviously the tactical training that Uvalde cops had was subpar. They should have known to go in immediately. Um, we as, as would be victims need to understand how to react and like I said before, the problem is, you know, you can teach run, hide, fight all day long. Great. Run, hide, fight. Fine. You know, if that's all you know, that's fine. But the problem is with so many people, we, you know, a lot of people are not ready for this type of stress and chaos and, and in overwhelming fear. And when it happens, if they don't have a plan, they lock up, their brains lock up and their brains don't tell their, their feet and their hands to run, hide, fight. So it's not going to know any good to know just the functionality. So what we teach in the Alive program is equal parts of mindset and method, the method being the run, hide, fight, the mindset being empowerment, 
not freezing, having a plan, um, practicing, imagining what you would do so that you're not, I mean, the worst time to create a plan is when you need it. So I teach being proactively reactionary, creating a plan before you need it. So when you need it, it's right there. You have the confidence of knowing what to do. And you know that I have that survivor from the Las Vegas massacre, a gal named Liz Moreno, who I had taught her and all of her former, or excuse me, her uh, fellow employees uh, for a business about two and a half years prior to that 2017 um, Route 91 Music Festival. Yeah. And she said, we hit the ground. And I, at that moment, realized, wait a minute, I've had training. I know what to do. The training came back to her. And she said, okay, we got to go. And she finally convinced her boyfriend to go and they took off. And several people in that area of the dog pile that they were in ended up dying or, or wounded. Yeah. So it's just a matter of knowing. And, you know, we, we teach empowerment and we say, once you know what to do, you'll have the confidence and the knowledge to do it. And hopefully that'll help you survive. Yeah. I mean, you just never know when, when these things will happen and it's not just shooting, you know, like, like stuff happens. Right. Um, I was working on a case that was in the news in New York recently with a uh, cab driver that lost control. Um, a, a bike had gone, gone in his lane and he tried to avoid the bike and he ended up going to a crowd of people and he ran over three people, two of them lost legs. And it's just like, Jesus. what would you do if you're walking on the street and all of a sudden this happens? Like, how do you yeah. react? Do you sit there and just yeah. watch and go, Oh my God. Or you say, okay, how can I help? Right. Um, my personality is always, how can I help? And my, my, sometimes my wife is like, Hey, relax. <laughs> like, you know, like you're not a problem. trained professional, you know, like yeah. I know you want to help, but yeah. yeah, chill out a little bit. Right. What the, what, what the people do, what they need to do. Um, but I think like a lot of folks that do what we do, we have that heart for helping people, you know, and it, it's so great to be able to, to be trained to actually know what to do now that instead of saying, how can I help saying, okay, this is what we're going to do. Right. Yeah. Big difference. Uh, very big difference. And, you know, if you are, if you're somebody that's had my training, you know, that you may actually have to be the shepherd or what we say, the sheepdog mm -hmm. that tells the sheep who don't have the training, who are paralyzed with fear, who don't uh, have the confidence or the knowledge uh, to, to act appropriately. You may have to yell at them. Hey, we've got to go now because they're frozen or they're hysterical or whatever. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, you know, there it's a, it's a mindset. It's an understanding. It's, you know, I show videos in my, in my program of actual active shooter events. Now they're not gory. You don't see blood or brains or anything. You could turn on the TV at, uh, on HBO at any time during the day and see, see something way worse, <laughs> yeah, sure. but I show these events so that they understand what they look like and how real they are. And I, I'm, I'm kind of trying to desensitize them just a little bit to take the sting away because if all of a sudden an event like this breaks out in front of you and you have no prior experience, you haven't seen anything, you're not prepared for it, the shock of the situation, the fear and the chaos and the screaming and possibly the blood can literally get you just people might lock up. A lot of people do lock up. I actually show a couple of videos of people doing absolutely nothing or the wrong thing because they weren't mentally prepared. Yeah. So I show videos so people they know and they see and and they're not so shocked by it if they see it that they they lock up. Yeah. They can go, "Oh my god, I've seen something like this before. Okay, what do I do?" And they think about their training and they go back to their training. Yeah, I think I remember you having a video or something of a guy like a um it's like a town hearing or something, town hall. 
um, school board meeting in, yeah, in uh, school uh, yeah, Panama City, Florida. That's it. Yeah. And just people are just not reacting to this guy. No, one guy, one guy literally after when the, the bad guy starts shooting, one guy literally just wraps his arm. He could have dove down behind the big uh, board of, uh, you know, board of directors table or, or whatever uh, counter. But instead he wrapped his arms around each other. Like he regressed back to a childhood where he went, I want my mommy, you know, I, I want to go home. Yeah. That's what a lot of people do uh, of the six board of directors uh, there. The one, one woman on the far left was the only one that immediately hit the ground and the rest, the one guy took five seconds and the rest of them were like, uh, what do we do? And then they finally got down. You have to have a plan and you got to be prepared to react that quick because again, the worst time to, to create a plan is when you need it. So you got to have a plan and be ready for it when it does happen. Yeah, that, that as professionals here, that's one of the challenges that we have in, in trying to sell this or sell the concept of training and all that. We live in such a reactionary society. You know, oh, yeah. Nobody wants to be proactive because being proactive costs money. Well, not only that, that's that's very true. But uh, uh, the second chapter in my book, 10 Minutes to Live, Surviving an Active Shooter Using Alive, is called It'll, It Won't Happen to Me. And there's, there's an actual... Uh, condition called the optimism bias. And that's a fancy word for denial. And those are people who just go through life, you know, cruising along, never worrying about bad things happening to them, never being proactive, uh, not having situational awareness. Uh, because frankly, it's stressful to uh, think about the fact that you might get hurt and some person might do something bad to you. And it's a whole lot less stressful to just go through life and pretend it's not going to happen. But if you're not prepared when something does happen, man, that it, it's bad. You know, you need to have some, some preparation, psychological preparation for this stuff. So it doesn't over overcome and overwhelm you. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to take a quick break here. And when we come back, I want to talk about the training event that you have coming up. And I you know, really want to stress to folks that listen to the program, like consider getting involved with this and, and you know, finding a way to, to put this in the suite of, services that you offer. So sit tight and we will be right back. You guys have been hearing uh, for a long time about how much I love cross tracks, but now you're going to hear from somebody else. So we got George Gerges here. George is a member and a user of cross tracks. George, tell me real quickly what you love about cross tracks. The simplicity of using it and the ability to customize everything that you could do with cross tracks is awesome. It actually allowed me to take the way that I do my business and implement it into their system. And not only am I able to manage 10 or 15 cases, I'm able to manage 50 to 100 cases with the same effort. Fantastic. So Crosstracks, um, the case management system, they are SOC 2 certified. Basically, that's an encryption, really an upgrade. They're the only ones out there that are doing it. So please support this great sponsor that supports our show. Uh, check them out. The links are in the show notes. Cross tracks. If you're an investigator, you should be using them today. Are you a member of NCISS? Do you know what this great organization does? The National Council of Investigation and Security Services was formed in 1975 to keep a watchful eye on legislation that affects our industry. Now more than ever, there are data privacy and DMV issues popping up all over the country. Consider joining and supporting this much-needed watchdog for our industry. Learn more at NCISS.org. I want to talk to everybody today about ScopeNow.com. ScopeNow has been a 
big time sponsor of this program for quite some time. And I just love their service. I've been using them since the beginning. I'm one of their beta customers and it's been so awesome to see them grow into the business that they are today and just how they just keep reinventing themselves and pushing themselves to get more and more information. What it comes down to is is Scope Now is a tool that you definitely need to use if you do social media investigations, any internet research, and really spending less time digging around and and, uh, looking for information, I think is one of the best points of how Scope Now can help you. Their AI platform, their analytics are amazing. You really get an idea of what you need. You're reducing the time, you're reducing the manpower that you're spending on doing this research because they're essentially doing it for you and uh, they're doing it correctly, which is most important. One of the new things that they're actually offering is this flagging system where you can flag behaviors and really highlight and um, look out for fraud. If you're doing a lot of fraud research, uh, this is a fantastic tool and you can set up alerts. So you have uh, particular people that you're looking at, you can actually set up alerts to get notifications when the criteria that you set up is actually um, is flagged and goes off. It's really, uh, really amazing. And their relationship and association analytics are uh, top notch, really uh, cutting edge and really, really cool. When they brought that out on version three, it was a game changer. I mean, really being able to see how people interact together and, and uh, you know having that relationship you know, analysis is really, really something that's cool. You know, one of the other things about being involved with Scope Now is their ability to offer webinars. Their team is cutting edge on putting together and getting out really, really great content. If you're a member of Scope Now, if you know who they are, you've seen them around on LinkedIn, you'll you'll know that they're constantly doing webinars on these new websites that are coming out and uh, they're really staying on top of it. And don't forget, uh, any reports that you generate, you can actually white label those reports put your own logos on and, and really make them look professional, which you know could equate to more billing for you as well. So check them out today. It's uh, www.scopenow.com. They're a great, great company. They should be one of the tools in your toolbox along with whatever kind of uh, search engines you do. Uh, you need to make sure that ScopeNow is a part of that suite. Scopenow.com. Check out the latest issue of PI Magazine, available online or via hard copy. Visit PIMagazine.com to learn more. And welcome back to PI Perspectives. This is Matt Sperry, your host. Uh, today we are joined by Mike Julian. Mike, I want to welcome you back to the program. Thank you, sir. Yeah, so we are talking about active shooting, and uh, Mike's the expert in doing this, but he also has another part of his business. Uh, MPS is uh, his executive protection arm. So tell me a little bit about that side of your business. And it's, you know, you're obviously not a one-trick pony, so tell me, yeah. tell me some, some more about this stuff. Sure. Well, you know, it's funny. For the last eight years since I've been promoting the Alive program, everybody knows me as the active shooter guy because that's what I've actually marketed uh, on social media and everything like that. Backing way up to the company my father started in 1967, National Business Investigations, it was a full-service private investigation and security company. In 2003, I broke I broke the the, uh, the divisions apart to market them separately. So NBI is, is corporate investigations, but MPS Security and Protection is a uh, executive protection, and we have a uniform security division as well. Right. But our our largest, our greatest revenue stream is executive protection. And that's anything from workplace violence, corporate events, uh, RST, which is res- residential security teams for, you know, corporate executives, uh, athletes, celebrities that need, that want security at their residence full time, uh, travel teams when they go abroad, 
close protection. So, which, you know, bodyguard, the, the, the quote unquote bodyguard is executive protection where we actually, you know, go with the executive or the celebrity or wherever, wherever they go, we're always with them. So um, have you noticed that since there's been this uptick in, in shootings that the EP side of the business has actually picked up a bit because there is this concern that at any time, anywhere, something could be going down? Well, I wouldn't just credit these, these horrible mass shooting events. It's been, it's been upticking dramatically for the last, um, you know, three or four years. And this year, I mean, last month, except for anomalies like big strikes or, you know, some major event last month was the best year in the history of the company. And it was, you know, June of 2022, uh, the, the first year out of COVID. So I don't have an explanation except that people are worried and they see what's going on. And with the, the crazy, you know, lax, uh, law, you know, laws on crime, like in Southern California, Northern California. I mean, people are just going crazy, the smash and grabs. And you know, I was at, I was at Home Depot the other day and a guy walked in while well, I'm walking in and he's, after I walked in the, out the, the inn, it closed behind me. He's walking with a full cart up to the indoor walks up and it doesn't open from inside. Cause it's an indoor. He props it open and walks out. And I go, that guy's leaving with a cart full of stuff. They go, we can't do anything about it. So I walked out and I go, I screamed to everybody. Hey, everybody, look, see this piece of shit right here. This guy just stole all that stuff in the cart to at least embarrass him. There you go. Um, He's going to put it back. Yeah. He wasn't going to put it back. I'm sorry. I wanted to feel a little uncomfortable about it, but let me, let me put this back. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just, look, the the world's going crazy and um, security is, I think, I think it was um, a study. We're supposed to have a full blown, um, you know, economic crisis at the end of this decade. Um, and uh, I think they said security is one of the six uh, industries that will not only survive, but it will thrive because everything will be so bad that they're going to have to throw money at security. Oh, I think you saw that during COVID, right? When, when the world stopped, I mean, it didn't stop for EP, <laughs> you know, oh, no. like, all right, now I need people to guard my house because, you know, I don't. Yeah. I don't want them coming for my food or my guns or whatever, you know? Oh yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's crazy, but we have the same problem in New York, man. With the bail reform, it's like, yeah, whatever I'll get out, you know? Yeah. No one's locking me up. There's just no prosecution of anything. Um, there's no incentive not to commit crime. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just throw just a crazy political situation on top of that. You depend, forget about what side you're on the fence of on this. We can all agree that, that there are changes that are happening and there are a lot of unhappy people, you know, that, that um, are taken to the streets and doing whatever. I know a lot of my friends in EP right now, they are, are focusing in on those issues, you know, protecting doctor facilities or, or, you know, the other way around because uh, of, of just a change in the climate that's coming. Right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Crazy times for sure. Crazy times. Um, but we have a program and <laughs> we have some training that uh, that's going to take place this month uh, on the 21st and 22nd. Uh, we've got um, two opportunities, actually. One is a live opportunity. And one is a virtual opportunity. So why don't you tell me a little bit about both? Yeah. So one of the things that my program, by the way, for anybody who doesn't know already, uh, the Alive Active Shooter Survival Training Program, uh, Alive is an acronym and it stands for Assess, Leave, Impede, Violence, and Expose. One of the 
aspects of my program is in 2018, I could not keep up with the travel. All I was doing was traveling and teaching all over the country. Actually, I went to Panama City. Um, you know, they brought me down there to teach. And so I thought, well, I've got to duplicate myself because I just can't travel all the time. I, I don't like traveling all the time. So I created an instructor certification course. So I now have a two-day instructor certification course where people will take that course and I teach them how to teach my program. And frankly, you know, it's unfortunately a very hot topic and, you know, the training, it, it's it's lucrative. You know, I've, I've got, you know, Fortune 500 companies that with thousands of employees that pay a lot of money for this sort of training. And um, so I, in the July 21st and 22nd, thanks to COVID, I now teach it also online via Zoom. So the 21st and 22nd is a Thursday and Friday. Uh, I teach uh, uh, how to teach my program. We go over my book. We go over the online program. I go through speaking tips. We dig deep into why the PowerPoints that I teach are set up the way they are. And I literally, when somebody's done with that two-day program, they can literally walk out the door and go down to any business and teach the program. I give them marketing material, videos, images, the PowerPoints, one hour, two hour, three hour PowerPoints. They can literally just start teaching the program. Right. And, you know, $1,500 to $5,000 is, is typically what we charge, depending on the amount of employees and how many sessions we give. So the $1,500 price tag to become an, a live instructor, uh, and a live is a trademark program, so no one can teach it without my permission. Um, it's pretty cheap and they get their money back really quick. Yeah. So I'm doing that one uh, virtually via Zoom. I've got a master instructor named Josh Sullivan, who is going to give the in-person course uh, in Maryland the same days, but he'll be doing it in person. Right. And then, you know, anybody, I, I'm sure your listeners are, I would think most of them uh, are PIs, you know, like myself, you like you, um, they probably get hit up by clients. Hey, do you, can you come teach us active shooter survival at my company? And they can go, well, sure. And then try and throw together a program um, or they can, say no, which we don't want to turn down money and an opportunity to provide value to our clients, right. or they can refer them to me and I will pay them an affiliate fee of 20%, like a, an affiliate commission. So, right. you know, there's a lot of opportunity there to satisfy that need. Right. Yeah. And whether it be yourself, if you have an interest in wanting to do it or, or doing the affiliate, I mean, there's multiple options. I mean, we always preach in the industry, never say no, <laughs> like don't turn work down. No way. You know, meet people, you know, and, and, and farm it out and, and get the job covered. And that was my model as a, as a PI my PI company as well. If somebody says, Hey, I need computer forensics. I don't say, gee, I don't know anything about computer forensics. I say, absolutely. And then I go to one of my associates wherever that's a master in computer forensics, sub it to them. We both make money and the client gets an excellent service. So you don't say no. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think the, the folks that are successful in doing what we do have real, realized that and they capitalize on what they're good at and, you know, they have relationships for everything else. That's uh, yeah. you know, one-on-one is <laughs> how we stay yeah. alive. Um, so let's talk about the folks that, that maybe listen to a program that uh, are just getting into the industry or they're just getting out of law enforcement and they're trying to decide, you know, like, Hey, is this something that I see is, is being a lucrative Avenue as a consultant or expert to, to try and do this. Um, what would your suggestion to them be? Well, obviously what <laughs> I, I, I was fortunate enough to be, to grow up with a, 
ready-made business that my father had uh, had created for investigations and security. But I have taught many, many courses on starting and growing a, a PI company. One thing I give, one thing I tell anybody that I mentor or anybody that asks for advice or any of the classes, if you're coming out of law enforcement or another career, um, you may be a rock star investigator, but if you don't know squat about business, you better learn something about business. Yeah. And when you're coming out and you start your company, you're probably going to take any kind of case, whether it's a terrible, crappy, high maintenance domestic, you know, surveillance on a cheating spouse, all the way to you know anything, uh, uh, computer forensics or or you know document examination or any of that stuff. Process serving, you know, we all process serving whatever you whatever you have to to make money. The more things that you specialize in or the more things that you're good at, yeah. the greater your menu and offerings are. So um, I would say for anybody that's comfortable being a teacher or trainer, the, especially because the demand is so great right now, having uh, something on your website or your brochure that says that you teach you know, the Alive Active Shooter Program. And the Alive Program is one of the most recognized active shooter programs on earth. I mean, I've got instructors in Australia. I've got instructors in, in Canada and in Mexico City. So that will actually help legitimize you as a new practitioner uh, because my brand is so well-known. Um, and it's a great way, easy way to make money. I just did a, a four-hour, I did an extended version yesterday at a real high-end um, bar and nightclub in Venice Beach, California. I not only did the active shooter, I did the escalation training, and then I worked with their security team on, you know, when to put hands on, when not to, and so forth and so on. Right. And I charged a whole lot of money. Um, so it's a great way to make money and provide a really good value uh, and service where it's needed. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's it's an important part of our industry. You know, it's it, that whole consulting route. It, it is lucrative. And, you know, not only playing up in your your um training but you're, you're also playing up in your experience so it's like if you're coming out of you know a job in law enforcement and all that like you've got those credentials uh this takes it like one step further you know it's like you're talking about menu and you know what's on the menu over here yeah there's so many different avenues that you can go down and it, i i think you're right i think it is a very hot topic right now and uh, we're definitely in uh, a reactionary phase and and I think to the point you made earlier, you know, is not going away anytime soon. There's a lot no. of really disgruntled people out there yeah. and it's not a matter of if this happens, it's like, all right, when, when is the next one going to happen? And, and it's not just active shooters. It's any kind of violence, any type of violence. You got to know how to react. You could end up collateral damage because something happens near you. That's got nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. um, and if you, again, the, the psychological piece that I teach about not locking up about, about being proactive and about being empowered, and not freezing. Remember, you know, the human nature uh, response to uh, violence is fight, flight, or freeze. And freeze cannot be part of your reaction list of possibilities. It just, you can't do it. That will get you killed. So even if you're, you know, um, taking action in the opposite direction, even if you're going away from the shooter, you're still, you're still, you're, you're doing something proactively to save yourself because just locking up and, and being petrified and, and uh, paralyzed by fear, doing nothing or the wrong thing will get you killed. Yeah. And, um, you know, the other thing to remember, you're talking about uh, learning how to run a business and be a business owner and things like that. You know, the, these investments that you make in yourself, right. The, the money to lay out to pay for the training on, on how to do this stuff. You, like you said earlier, you recover it quickly. 
but that's also a um, an expense that you can write off as well. So absolutely, you can. Part of and it. yeah, and it, and listen, it feel, I'll tell you, um, I told you this before, Matt, when we spoke. Um, my two children, who I'm incredibly proud of, the the most, the two most profound moments of my life was when my kids were born. Number three is when Liz Moreno contacted me and said, I'm alive because of your training. Cause I believe that I would have done the wrong thing. Had I known what to do after taking your class, yeah. that'll change your life. And that's why I'm so passionate about this. So it's not just the money. It is an unbelievable uh, sense of, of uh, gratification to know that somebody is alive or you know, believes they're alive because of something you taught them. So sure. there's, there's that part of it too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's doing our part for, for society, right? Uh, yeah. And, and by the way, if you become an instructor and want to just teach everybody for free, I'm fine with that too. I don't care. As long as you're out teaching people, you don't have to make money on it, you know? Yeah, yeah that's a great format. And I think there's, you know, one of the things you have also is that just the network of people that have taken your class, the teachers and all that. And I mean, and I would assume that there's conversation between everybody and there's forums and, and discussions and things on, on, on topics, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 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 And, and by the way, you know, in California, it is the law that healthcare workers have got to be provided active shooter training annually. Now, most many states are doing it uh, for schools, for teachers as well. So this thing is only, you know, it's only going to grow. And the more Uvalde's and the more uh, Marjorie Stoneman high schools and the more Sandy Hooks we have, yep. the more awareness it's going to be. And, and people are going to start taking it seriously and realizing you better get the training because it's one of those things where it's better to have and not need than need and not have. Imagine, imagine. You don't pay attention uh, to something in school one day and you have a test the next day and you're sitting there going, damn it, I wish I'd have paid attention. Well, this is life or death. This is not the time when one of these events breaks out to go, man, I remember hearing about Mike on on Matt Spears program and thinking I should probably take that training and then blowing it off. And the next thing you know, they're in the middle of a situation like this and they're thinking, damn it, why did I do that? I don't know what to do. I don't know how to create a plan. I'm freaking out, you know? Yeah, no, it's uh, hindsight's always 2020 <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Uh, that's not a situation. And, oh, by the way, and, and there's an on, for anybody in, interested in just taking the training, there, my program is, I've got a, a online version that you can take any kind of e-learning type program uh, on the website, which is uh, active shooter survival training.com. Go to courses. They can take the online course one hour, two hour, three hours. So anybody interested in just getting the knowledge themselves, it's, you can get it from any computer anywhere. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, this, this is all good stuff. Um, so we're going to wind down over here. You know, I, I don't want to beat a dead horse because <laughs> we've covered this a few times, but it, it's just, I think it's so important though. And, you know, the, the second I saw that you were doing some training, you know, I reached out to you immediately and said, Hey man, come back on and let's talk about this because I want as many people to at least consider, you know, doing this stuff because um, the trends of what's happening here in society, you know, um, you know, the second day things went down on Monday, I'm like, okay, for now we need to do this. <laughs> I, I got to reach out to Mike and, and have him back on. Sure. The statistics look active shooter events went up 50% from 2021 to 2022. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Or 2020 to 2021. It, it's, it's only getting worse. Yeah, definitely getting worse. 
Um, so listen, I appreciate you coming on here, Mike, and, and just setting aside the time uh, to talk about this stuff. So we're going to have a bunch of contact information in the, uh, in the show notes. Um, again, guys, I really um, want you to consider getting involved with this program. And um, it, it, it's, it is a vertical for you that if you're serious, that you can do very well uh, and be successful at and, and do a good thing because it's not a bad thing. Uh, you know, teaching people how to handle these situations. So thanks, Mike. And uh, we'll catch everybody next week on the next show. Thanks to Mike for this great discussion with Matt. If you're interested in attending the program in person or via Zoom, please visit Mike's website, ActiveShooterSurvivalTraining.com. Sign up. We also want to thank Crosstrack, Scope Now, Conflict International, PI Institute of Education, and NCISS for sponsoring the show. So please support our great supporters. And consider joining the Investigator's Toolbox. Now's the time to get on board and join the fastest growing digital community for investigative professionals. Just use code PIP201836 to save 10% on membership. If you have a question or a comment about the show, email Matt at MatthewS at SatellitePI.com. You can also find him on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. We'd like your feedback to bring you the best shows possible. And we'll be back next week with a new show, so make sure you tune in and stay safe out there.